From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, January 11th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. State officials have declined to discuss preparations ahead of reports that supporters of President Donald Trump plan an armed march on state capitals, including Columbus, this coming Sunday. The Washington Post reports far-right online forums talked of planning for an armed march on all state capitals and included specific mention of Columbus following the deadly storming of the U.S. Capitol by a pro-Trump mob last Wednesday. Citing security concerns, both the Ohio State Highway Patrol and the Office of Governor Mike DeWine declined to comment to the Columbus Dispatch on any expanded security presence at the State House and whether assistance would be sought from the Ohio National Guard. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown is calling for the resignations of Republican Senators Josh Hawley of Missouri and Ted Cruz of Texas. Dave James has more. Brown made the demand in a Twitter post over the weekend in which he said the Republican senators had, quote, betrayed their oaths of office and abetted a violent insurrection on our democracy. I'm calling for their immediate resignation, unquote. He added, if they don't resign, the Senate must expel them. Hawley and Cruz both embraced President Donald Trump's unproven assertion there was widespread election fraud. They both supported opposing the certification of votes in Pennsylvania and Arizona. Dave James, ONN News. The body of a second worker killed in a power plant collapse in southern Ohio has been recovered. More from Eric Brown. A spokesman for Detroit-based demolition contractor Adamo Group says the body of Jamie Fitzgerald of Kentucky has been recovered from the Killen Generating Station site in Adams County. The body of Doug Gray, also of Kentucky, was recovered from rubble last month. Three other workers were hurt December 9th while the rest escaped. The cause of the collapse remains under investigation. Eric Brown, ONN News. The Fraternal Order of Police is filing a grievance with the city of Columbus and asking for more time to weigh whether to appeal the firing of Officer Adam Coy, who fatally shot an unarmed black man last month. Bennett Haberly reports. The Fraternal Order of Police has not said whether or not they plan to appeal or to arbitrate Adam Coy's firing, but they're also filing a grievance against the city related to Adam Coy's firing, saying that it violated several portions of the police union contract. Now, Adam Coy was fired by the city several days after that December 22nd shooting of Andre Hill. Hill was unarmed at a home where he was expected as a guest and carrying a cell phone when Adam Coy shot and killed him. Reporting at the State House, Bennett Haverly. The Ohio Department of Health reported more than 14,000 new COVID-19 cases over the weekend, showing that Ohio's case numbers have plateaued, but at an average daily case number much higher than those in the summer. Tracy Townsend explains. That does bring our totals for the pandemic to more than 777,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus, more than 41,000 hospitalizations, and more than 9,600 people dead by the virus, and more than 634,000 people have in fact recovered. Now, when we look at vaccinations in the state, 22,000 people got their first dose of the vaccine yesterday, bringing the total to nearly 300,000 vaccinated. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor Mike DeWine has signed legislation that aims to put an end to what is known as surprise medical billing in Ohio. Dave James has the story. Some people who receive medical care at hospitals in their health insurance network are getting stuck with bills from doctors out of their network. Kelly O'Reilly heads the Ohio Association of Health Plans and says the legislation will set up an arbitration system that looks at various factors. And the arbitrator then 
weighs those factors and determines what's a reasonable rate. She says those decisions over time will set the parameters for what a reasonable cost is and could eliminate the need for arbitration. Dave James, I went in news. A Cleveland school occupational therapist has resigned from the district following her alleged involvement in the riots and breach at the U.S. Capitol last week. 49-year-old Christine Priola's resignation letter cited other reasons for her departure related to switching career paths to focus on exposing human trafficking and pedophilia and not wanting to take a COVID-19 vaccine in order to return to in-person schooling. She submitted the letter Thursday after social media users linked her to photos taken of pro-Trump extremists who stormed the U.S. Capitol a day before and forced lawmakers into hiding in an attempt to overturn the presidential election. There's a baby boom of sorts happening at a wildlife habitat in southeastern Ohio. Eric Brown explains. Officials at the wild say a male calf was born Christmas Eve, which makes it the third white rhino born in December and 25th to be born at the facility. A female white rhino calf was born December 9th, while another male was born on December 18th. The names of the rhinos will be announced at a later time. Managed by the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium, the Wilds is the only facility outside of Africa that has rhinos born four and five generations removed from their wild-born ancestors. Eric Brown, ONN News. A couple of former Ohio State coaches are sounding confident about the Buckeyes' chances when they play Alabama tonight for the national championship. Dom Tiberi reports. The last time the Buckeyes won the national title was back in 2014. Urban Meyer was the head coach. Prior to that, Jim Tressel won the title in 2002. Here's how they see it unfolding tonight. I did feel this way going into the Clemson game. They were underselling uh, the quality of the Buckeyes across the board. This team's going to line up and play. They're going to play tendencies and fundamentals. They're good. I don't, that's not the same Alabama defense. Uh, Ohio State will score. I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And for the first time in 26 years, the Browns have won a playoff game, topping the Pittsburgh Steelers last night, 48-37. to Angela Ann reports. Baker Mayfield says they knew people didn't really believe in them, but they believed in themselves. As soon as the, the COVID news came out uh, that we were missing some key guys, obviously our, starting with our head coach, we knew that everybody was counting us out. And we knew what mentality we were going to have. And it's just to cut it loose and, and go out there and give it everything we had. The Browns will take on the Kansas City Chiefs next Sunday. That's a 3 p.m. game. The Chiefs took home the Super Bowl title last season. I'm Angela Ann. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.